Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined once again this week by Tom and Donnie. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. A wee bit tired, if I'm being honest. How are you doing, Donnie? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Right, you, you were up to you, you had a power nap, you were fine. I right, did, so, I was just going to nap this afternoon, so I'm good to go. start at our leaderboards of our own league, and then we'll go on to our normal stuff. So league top three from third to first is E6 Hammers, 63 points this week, 304 overall. Second, McGolgan, 92, that's real past the Koglu, 68 points, 310 points this week. And first this week, some guy with a team named Hadji Heaps and Tatties, 17 points, 316 points. Know that guy, <laughs> Sorry. I don't know, he sounds, sounds like a top guy, he must know yeah. his stuff. Donnie's in charge, he's only here in Berlin, so that's, that's it, it's in good stead. So we'll do our score for the game week and our current rank. I'll go first because I'm in a lowest position. So 68 points this week for me, so that was not too bad. Uh, finally, Russ and goals returned, 6 points. The Aberdeen double-up worked scales, 6 points. Captain Tavernier, 16. Mayo, we are very fortunate, 7 points for he was subbed. Taylor, nine points. Atkins, North of Bounds for one point. In midfield, Ayunga, six. Lawrence, seven. Jota, five. And up front, not much coming that way. Kolak, three. Majowski, two. Takes my rank up to 310. So, again, from last week, I've kind of halved my rank again. I've actually won half it. But I think now I'm getting to the nitty-gritty. The manager probably taking it serious. So, we'll see how that continues on. Okay, Donnie, your team and rank. Okay, so I just made the one transfer this week. I took Lawrence back in for Tillman, um, which paid off. So I think we've got the same defence. Russian goals for six, Captain Tav 16, Mayo for seven, Taylor for nine, Scales for six, Lawrence for seven, Ayunga for six, Jota for five, Kolak for three, Miofsky for two, and I gave Furuhashi the vice-captaincy, which returned me 12 points. So that gave me a total of 79 which takes my global score up to 316. And my big league rank is now fifth overall. So only four people to, to chase down. Okay. Tom, save yourself. Um, so I'm 53rd in the league. Uh, this week I got 73 points. Uh, I've got Russian goals for six. Captain Tav got me 16. Scales got me six. Mayo got me seven. And Greg Taylor got me nine. In midfield, Ayunga got me six, Lawrence seven, and Yota five. Up front, uh, Nubli got me two, Miofsky vice-captain got me two, and Furuhashi got me seven. 
Okay, just to add on that, even though I'm saying my rank's doing well, I've, only, I've just noticed, well, not noticed, I can keep track it. That's the last four game weeks. I think I've only beat one of your scores once, and that was Tom. So if I, even though I'm going the right direction, he's just all pulling away from me rank-wise, so that's going to be quite difficult. I think to claw that back unless something changes. Right, okay, we'll go through the results and over to Tom. Right, so we had four, no, five on Saturday, one on Sunday. So uh, Tibbs, two, Rangers, two. St. Johnson, nil, Aberdeen, one. Ross County, one. Pomarnock, nil. Motherwell, one. Lonnie's, nil. Dunyated, nil. St. Mern, three. And then on a Sunday game, we had Celtic, two. Hearts, nil. So, Tom, what have you got for us? Um, so, Saturday lunchtime was Hibs versus Rangers. Score was 2-2. Two, two. Uh, Boyle got the goal with an assist from Ewan, same as uh, previous weeks. And Josh Campbell also got a goal with an assist from Doidge. For Rangers, it was a Tavernier penalty, and that was won by Cholak. And Lawrence got the second goal with an assist from Barisic. A couple of reds in this game for Lundstrom and Morelos. Morelos was sent off for violent conduct, so I think that should be him up for the next three game weeks. Is that right? So that's, uh, We're on Morelos later. So that's uh, Cholak's, um, that cements Cholak's position in the team. Um, if we kind of have a look at Hibbs's performance. Boyle was the only player to get more than two shots on target. He could be the talisman going ahead. Um, the goal was scored before any red cards were, were shown, so that indicates there's perhaps some improvement for Hibbs. Um, they were playing with a full Rangers team at that point. Ewan and Boyle seem to have a good partnership, or the, what seems to be a good partnership. Um, Ewan has had a few assists so far this season, and he's been mentioned as a cheap forward striker. I think he's around about 4 million, but he might be 4.1 by now. Um, Henderson, he was off after 28 minutes. So for me, I'm thinking, uh, I think I'm probably going to move off him at some point in the near future. Uh, looking at Rangers, uh, Lawrence and Tav, I'd say are probably pretty nailed in my team. Lawrence is just so consistent for returns. Um, even when coming on as a sub, as we found out last week, um, there was no Yilmaz Again, in the Rangers team, I'm going to see how things go with the, the early lineup next week and then, then take it from there. But I don't think there's any other Rangers players I'm, I'm desperate for at this stage. But, Donnie, let's, let's have your <laughs> input on this one. <laughs> OK, um, so I'll be honest, I've not watched this game back since um, I watched it at the weekend. So I might still be clouded by that joke of a referee in performance, but you mentioned Yilmaz there. I think you're just going to have to be patient with him. I don't see him starting um, ahead of the PSV. Well, the PSV game's on Wednesday, and then we've got the Settle game coming up as well, game week six, so he might just continue with Barisic until then. There'll be the League Cup game sandwiched in between that, which I think he will start so if you've got him, you, you probably are going to have to cash in on him and then maybe bring him back um, when his price drops. But that's a separate matter. From memory, it was a clear penalty to Rangers. It was a soft one, but it, you know he's fouled him in the box. Um, I'm not sure what else the referee's meant to do there. I heard chat about him being denied a penalty, but for, again, from memory, the way Tavernier jumped in front of the... The, the Hibs player was in front of him. There was a Hibs player behind Tav, so he was kind of sandwiched. Um, so I think they were probably both fouls, maybe cancelling each other out. But yeah, Lawrence, good header. Um, as you say, I think he's a, he's a mainstay. If he can get the starts week in, week out, you're going to get good returns from him. So we'll look at the red cards. Lindstrom 
never read in a million years. The amount of uh, tactical challenges I've heard this weekend in games is unreal. We had Trippier in the, in the Newcastle game. Um, was shown a red and then it was overturned. So Rangers have appealed it, uh, and I'm pretty sure that'll get um, downgraded. But didn't really help us in the game. Um, I think had that red card not happened, then maybe the Romelos one uh, doesn't happen either. And if Rangers hater Michael Stewart says it wasn't <laughs> a red, then it must be true. But moving on to Buffalo, his was definitely a red. Uh, for some reason, he just seemed to have it in. Um, for Porteous and he, I think he'd already had a dig at him um, before the actual sending off so no complaints there um, just stupidity for a guy who's trying to come back into the team and get fit ahead of some big games he's pretty much blown his chances there so Hebs if Hebs were to play with that level of intensity every week then they'll be third or fourth in the league no problem um, Boyle, I must have seen that one coming because I had him in my expert tips this week um, he always plays well against us, and you could see that he did raise his game, run himself into the ground. So by the time we went down to nine men, couldn't really do anything other than defend back to the wall, and eventually Hibs scored. So it's just the way it goes. Um, Rangers have got Ross County next, which should on paper be an easy, um, an easy game. But then we've got Parkhead and Petodre coming up. So if you are on a defensive double, you probably want to come out of that. Maybe try and get Lawrence or Trulak. If you don't have either of those Hibs, I can only see Boyle as a standout for me. Um, other than that, uh, I'll probably just leave the rest. And as we've already mentioned, Rangers is Tav Lawrence Schulak. That's your country walk in there. So disappointed with the result. Managed to get some fantasy returns, but we move on. Peter? Yep, just uh, on that, I, I think we've all got the same three Rangers, haven't we? We've all got Kolak, Tavanier, and Lawrence. Yeah. No, I've got, I've got Yilmaz. Yilmaz, oh, yeah. sorry, I've. Well, no I, I think that's the, I mean, now especially when we, the news broke today, he's not in the squad for PSV, he said he's unfit, unreliable, that's starting along the lines. Kolak's in, that's the one I was going, we all talked about before, eventually we'd be trying to get to Tavernier, not to Tavernier, to Morales if he's back fit, I think he's just yeah. shot, shot his cell in the foot with that one, so Kolak should be a lock in your team. He's roughly the same price as your Shanklins, and, and he's playing for the one of the top two teams, so to me, that's no-brainer. Tavernier's no-brainer. And Lawrence, I think you mentioned him at the start of the season to jump on him, Donnie, and I think I've stood yeah. and he's been great returns. I mean, the big hitters, I mean, Kent would be the one, the more expensive one, but he's not doing anything so far. But Lawrence seems more reliable in that kind of number 10 kind of role. Mm-hmm. Yilmaz, I'm not, as you mentioned, this is something I was thinking about with the Celtic team as well. We're playing each other in a couple of weeks' time. These are obviously European qualifiers, so I don't want to change anything. It's the reason I think why Jens will stay in the Celtic team as well, because I think he's just getting through to the first Rangers Celtic derby. And that way, then after that, you can see rotation of cup games and then will be European games. But if it's not broke, don't fix it, take mentality. I think he'll be sticking with that team. And I thought, me, Bear, like Varys, could start the season not too bad. Don't know your thoughts on Don. I think he's looked all right. Yeah, he's okay. He, out of all the Rangers players, tends to take the stick. Uh, when we don't play well, it, it's usually him that bears the brunt uh, from the fans. But he's not a bad player. He just has bad moments, but um, he is good. Um, and again, he's another one with a World Cup coming up. We'll want to try and maintain that form. So um, he, he is somebody you can rely on. Plus, if you were on that goals and double, I think he's been booked every league game. So that's co- not costing you points to keep clean sheets, mind you, but I suppose that's not like him normally. 
Uh, I actually agreed to be with the penalty shoot. Don't went back always the highlights really closely, and you did see it was like a film and amongst a film, so it's probably hard to. You can see it both. You can see it, it can be argued both ways with that penalty shoot with the Hibs one. Mm-hmm. You can see how they both came fit. Uh, Hibs, Boyle, like we've mentioned, Boyle's a one. He's fixture proof. I think he's fixture proof last year. Doesn't matter who plays, he can turn up, score, he can assist. I like Marshall on goals. I just don't like the defence in front of him. Marshall looks sharp. He's been pulling a lot of saves off, but is it Rocky Bashiri? He looks like a bomb scare in front of him. Yeah. Uh, I just don't trust the team, the defence in front of him. If that starts sharpening up, then maybe that's a good move if you want to move goalkeeper. But as it stands, not. It's only boil for me until I start seeing more. If they, they did look, I know you said the Rosa game. I mean, they did look like they had some some sort of tactics. This Lee Johnson. So if this is something going forward, it might be an idea soon. We might be able to have hips as options for assets. But as it stands, in the, it's just boil and. I don't see me shifting through just three that I've got until somebody else kind of stands out. Would you say Lawrence, if he's fit, Lawrence's first pick? Yeah, I think so. I think the way he plays, making late runs and he gets passing bonus points, he gets interception bonus points. Um, Yeah, I think he would play every game. I think it's just he's going to get rested from time to time like we saw last week with Tillman, but I think he, he gets nailed on in that position. Because it's got it's quite strange so quick the season we've got the kind of nailed three. The, the, so far, I mean, it's just Tav to me is definitely you're not going to take Tav out your team. You're not going to take Cole to your team unless injury, unless Morelos does something miraculous and comes back and proves. And then, <laughs> but even that's going to be three games a week away into it before it, that even could be kicked yeah. in. And then Lawrence, but then you're going to really continue again. So if Lawrence has dropped, what happened two weeks ago? He came off the bench and scored. So you probably just use a bench trick. Right, Thomas has. Um, next fixture, Dundee United nil, St Mirren 3. Um, Curtis Main scored two, a young assisted one of those, and then Grieve scored the third with an assist from Brophy. Uh, still terrible form from Dundee United. Um, I don't really think anyone should be considering any of their players. Um, you could perhaps even consider them as a, a team to target, for, for the, especially the, the near future, but I don't think there's much point in dissecting their performance because you're, you're just not going to go for their players. Um, looking at St Mirren, um, a brace for Curtis Main. That was his first returns of the season. And a younger, again for his price, is just con- maintaining his consistent returns. So I, I don't see any reason to move off him. Um, and defensive-wise for St Mirren, that was their second clean sheet. Um, they've had two in a row now. And Trevor Carson could possibly be emerging as a decent keeper option. However, Dundee United and the other clean sheet was against Ross County. Um, neither of these teams have really been at the races uh, so far this season. Um, a younger is probably the only St Mirren player for me at the minute. Um, and that's really all for that fixture. Not really too much to say. Peter, anything? I same as last week. I think St Mirren are steadily looking better under Robinson. Looking more... Rigid, I would say, like his mother will team was before in the past. A young was obviously the top pick. There's too many striker options up front to kind of jump into a. Is it main? You say main's going to be there, sir? Yep. Yep. I mean, there's two there's better value elsewhere, unless he does it week in, week out. But again, in that team, he's not even guaranteed the minutes every week. Dun United is just a no go area. I think we all had great expectations when we saw the squad he was building, but I'm sure I saw a stat online now. I could be three points out. I think Jack Ross in his last 39 points has only won three. Or six, something like that. That's between, between the Indies Hibs regime and he's that United. Yeah. So 
his great manager that the media keep on building to be doesn't seem to be doing a cross on paper. And also rumours that it was meant to have walked, but it's not materialised yet. But a couple more game weeks like that, and I don't see him lasting much longer. And if the morale's down, the playing say I think Sunday, they could be in for a, a doing, and it could be his last game. But strange things have happened. I keep an eye on the news, possible exclusive for the podcast there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Still off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, any input for that one? Yeah, Celtic up next for United's got got to be a big concern. They had a new keeper in goals, um, but the same troubles at the back. I thought they made St Mirren look really good, which when we look at St Mirren at the end of last season, I didn't think was possible. Poor refereeing in this match. St Mirren were denied a, a clear penalty, which Ayunga's uh, on pen, so that might have helped um, for my team. Um, yeah, that, 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 there's probably not much else that you've covered. I've got notes about Carson here, but you've already um, covered him off. I think that's the only one on that pitch that you should really be interested in if you don't already have him. He was a good price point. He's taken over week in, week out. He's probably the player that's stopping me getting to Boyle. Um, mm-hmm. It's the sort of closest price point, but his points returns for the value he is. I'm just going to keep a hold of him. But... Um, yeah, Dundee United's got to be a concern. Who'd, who'd be a United fan right now watching all those goals getting shipped in and more to come at the weekend? But uh, yeah, good three points for St Mirren. I think they're going to be fourth in the league now, is that right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Just on yeah. the younger thing, Don, as well, I mean, you're talking about the price point. I mean, the boil just keeps, if his long spell doesn't explode, he was going to get closer and closer to him with the price yeah. rise and hopefully it's that closer. In, in a perfect world, his form will dry out. We all jump onto boil at the right time, but that's the way I've got my on it. But I couldn't, in good faith, jump for younger right now when he's returning quite steadily every week. So I don't see why. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Next up, uh, Motherwell one, Livingston nil. Uh, Van Veen penalty, and Livingston had a, a red for Buhambula. Uh, quite a game for Livingston. Um, they only managed a single shot on target which came from uh, podcast favourite Nicky Devlin. Um, he was good for Fantasy Football Scotland managers last season. Uh, I brought in Nubly this week for Huwula, so I was a bit disappointed with Livingston's performance. Um, I'm not even too sure why I did that, but time will tell. Uh, well, I, I know why I did that. I had a transfer to make and I just couldn't decide what I wanted to do with it. Um, Motherwell, a uh, bit quieter this week, um, but uh, Donny's differential came and got the goal, so that's uh, that's one to chalk up there. Um, it seems to be a decent striker option as well, and obviously he's on penalties. Um, he's not so cheap at 5.4 million, um, but he is only 5.8% owned, so might see a rank climb if he continues to do well, particularly if um, Shankland and um, Cholak's goals start to dry up as well, so want to keep an eye on um, the rest of the Motherwell squad, probably something to keep an eye on. Um, not ready to jump on any other assets yet. Donny? Yep, I think this game, there was a lot of trying with not much end product from either side. Um, didn't look like a penalty. I know they, they reviewed it on sports scene uh, over and over again. It does look like it's hit the boy on the chest. So to me, the referees made a guess at it and, and got it wrong. So, yeah, Kevin Van Veen, that's his third goal now. He also got two bonus points. So, if you took my advice and got on him, well done. Uh, they've still got good fixtures. Um, so, I'd be quite happy, you know, to keep him in the team. 
they were unlucky not to make it 2-0 at the end, but it was probably a fair result. Livingston probably need to make more out of games like that if they're going to have a, a good season. Um, but, you know, just got caught out um, and got a guy sent off. Livy still offer a good value in defence. You know, they're not going to get clean sheets every week, but they will get one and three, one and four. So I've got Devlin just sits there and hopefully gets some returns. And Mudwell, they got Van Veen and somebody else that I'm going to discuss later on, uh, which might offer value too. So just a wee heads up. Mm-hmm. Peter? Yep, uh, this is the sound of Pedro reversing off the, the target Motherwell. <laughs> Uh, because if, I know they didn't look great, but they've looked so much better under Hamill. And I think if he can get another couple of players in that team, I think Motherwell will be comfortably top six. I don't know if someone's going to come back and hold me. Now, it could be the new manager bounce, but they do look better organised already. They look like they're playing from. Uh, again, Van Veen's probably the standout. If they keep grinding out these kind of one nils and kind of keep clean sheets, as it looks like they could potentially do where they're setting up, then the access to the defence might be decent down the line. Maybe we just kind of keep the fix. Obviously, we need to work around the fixtures and hope that starts more than one game. Uh, let me thank Tom. I think your move was actually quite sound, Nubly. I think he was going to be a third cheap striker on the bench for the pen strike. I don't think there's any wrong with that. I think he's going to get a decent amount of returns this, this year. You got him at a decent price. Long as it's not going to be a team that can do that week in, week out. They're just going to be one of these weeks of... Look, surprise teams and go put two or three results together, maybe take points off Celtic Rangers and then next week go out and get beat off a of, sit man or a motherwell. Just they're not it's just the kind of size of the club. They're, they're no if they were so consistent they would be further up the table all the time. It's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, just one of those ones. Um next fixture then, Ross County one, Kelly nil. Uh Awura Edwards, who's been mentioned quite a few times on the podcast. He's still not starting. He came on at 57 minutes and got the goal. Um, 3.5 million mid. Ideally, you'd want, probably want to see him starting before you, you, you jump on him anytime soon. Um, as previously mentioned, a jammy clean sheet for, for Mayo owners. That was locked in as he was subbed off before the 86th minute goal. And at 2.2 million, for a starting a player that's going to start every week, you, can, you can't really complain too much. Um, Probably wouldn't consider any other Kilmarnock assets at the minute. Um, they couldn't capitalise on the red card, uh, which Ross Callahan received. But it was at 81 minutes, so perhaps a little late in the game to make much of a difference. But ideally, you probably wouldn't want to concede against 10 men with only a few minutes to go. But there we have it. Uh, sticking with Mayo for now. Peter, what's your thoughts? Uh, Ross Cowden, I mean, I knew, I, th- I think it was coming, the first. They've always looked quite competitive in their games. Maybe give or take against the kind of players like the Rangers. They've all looked quite competitive and well set up. I think it's the sort of keep an eye on if they start doing this more week in, week out. And maybe you could be on one of the two other players. They do seem doing a lot of rotation, but nobody's been nailed in the positions we're after. And every single midfield, we've got a, so many options midfield to pick for. A lot of us have got the best trick midfield as well. So you've only got four slots there. Uh, don't want to put fingers up on a podcast when nobody can see that. Uh, the Kilmarnock, I mean, Mayo at that price, entry into the defence. I'm not really taking my team unless I want to upgrade if the money comes elsewhere. But Kilmarnock didn't look very good and I think it could be worrying signs ahead for them. I thought they might come up and have looked decent under McInnes, sorry. But I think he's got a long slog ahead of him because this league obviously is a big step up for the championship. Definitely. Donny? Yeah, Kilmarnock need to target these games if they're, they're going to make anything of the surviving in the SPL, but they were just unlucky 
Callahan that got sent off should have probably been sent off for his first challenge in the game, another poor uh, referee decision there. Um, that was wild, I don't know how he managed to get away with that. But again, there was a lot of trying in this game um, and not really much end product. Edwards has always looked pretty lively um, when he's been playing, so maybe using him as an impact sub um, is, is the trick for County. But as you say, he got the goal, he got the three bonus points. Again, he's challenging with the likes of Ayunga at that kind of lower end of the, the three million scale. Uh, you need to be getting more out of him. Um, so there's not really much you can do there. Same with Kamara, I think we've all got Mio. Um, and it wasn't until later on I checked and seen he'd been subbed, so I was quite happy with that. He must have got tackle or interception points as mm. well because he got seven um, as a total. So again, that's the ideal kind of player that you keep on your bench. And when they do get a surprise scoreline, um, you're able to cash in. But neither team worth investing in at the moment um, until form dramatically improves. Yeah. So- He's also 2.3 now, and I managed not to be 2.4 because of the point return for next week, so you're getting value yeah. for making a move maybe down the line. Yeah, bank that money. Um, <laughs> St. Johnston nil, Aberdeen won. Uh, St. Johnston, one shot on target this game. Uh, no, can't really comment on any of the players, don't really fancy. I don't think anyone's going to be going for any St. Johnston defenders this weekend. Um, Aberdeen it was a rare blank for Miofsky, um, but you can't have them all. Uh, it was just the one goal for Aberdeen, which came from uh, Leighton Clarkson, which was an absolute screamer. Um, Aberdeen also got the clean sheet, which we were, we're, we're hoping for. Um, I'm probably happy to hold on to, to Roos and Scales for now. Um, probably outside Celtic and Rangers, we're not really seeing too many alternatives. You could perhaps argue for Carson or um, the lad at Motherwell there, but I think that's a bit knee-jerky at the minute. Um, otherwise, a bit of a bit of a stale game. Um, Donny, your input on this one? Yeah, I mean, obviously had a header chopped off for offside, but the camera was so far away, you couldn't really tell um, if he was in line or not. But yeah, it was a good free kick uh, from the Roy Clarkson. He's only 3.2 million, so if he is starting every week, again, that's a good... Good one, like maybe on Henderson, that, that could be a good one to go to um, get a bit more game time, a bit more goal action. But for St Johnston, they offer absolutely nothing. And to be a St Johnston's fan, must be a hard watch week in, week out, because there's nothing there to hold on to. Aberdeen, yeah, I've been probably stick with the double defence for us now. They've got two good fixtures before the Rangers game. Miofsky didn't score this week. That's that's the kind of returns you're going to get from a player like that. He maybe score a couple and go quiet for a couple. That's why I didn't vice captain him. I thought he's probably had his uh, goal tally for a couple of weeks. But he probably the way they play, he is the main man up front. So you should hold on to him. I think you will see something eventually. So stick stick with him. And as you say, St Johnston, very very poor. Um, just avoid it at all costs. Yeah, Peter. Yep, start, start with St. Johnson, don't he? I, I thought Callum Davidson like a defeated man after when he's in his press conference. I don't think he'd been in the job much longer. Surely they must see above a couple more results of this with nothing returning. They've got to make a change because, all right, he's a hero. He won the double cups, but that's going to be now a season and a, a season and a third where they've offered absolutely nothing coming back. Aberdeen, I mean, also we've got the double Aberdeen defence, but I was kind of thinking about it with my team yesterday, I think. And it was a boy, is it Clarkson? Yeah. Also, checking the team, they realised they've got three Aberdeen players. So, 
need to get off of one of them. So my idea would be hopefully Ruse keeps on price rising and then eventually by straight swap to another keeper at the same value. And then I can go with that cheap Aberdeen midfielder for the bench trip. I, I still don't like giving Aberdeen double defence. I know they look decent defensively. I still don't like it. I was out with the dogs walking when the, the goal was... And they were 10 minute delay as well, so it was even more horrendous because it was 10 minutes of everybody else. Just kept a refresh on Twitter looking for that full-time whistle, so I knew they were, back, they were banked. Uh, I, like I said, hopefully Roos keeps on rising, price rise, and then I can make a move. Skills are so cheap, I'd like to keep him. He offers potential for equal four. I think we mentioned that last week. Got off the goalkeeper and then could bring in a cheap Liverpool loanee as midfield, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our final game of the weekend, it was Celtic 1, Hearts Reserves 0. Celtic 2, Tom. Oh, sorry, Celtic 2, sorry. I've misread my notes, sorry. Um, goals came from uh, Kyogo with an assist from Maeda and Yakamakis with an assist from Juranovic. And there's a couple of red cards in this game as well. Uh, Cochran and Sibic were, were both sent off. Yakamakis, surprisingly, was the only player to get more than a single shot on target, despite being subbed on for only the roughly the sort of final 15 minutes or so. Uh, Hearts didn't manage any shots on target whatsoever, so uh, nice clean sheet locked in there for Celtic's defenders. Um, Hearts obviously clearly resting players for their, their big game on, on Thursday against Zurich, so you, you wouldn't expect them to get anything away to Celtic anyway, so sound thinking there. Um, another start for, for Jens as well. Um, Greg Taylor did get all three bonus points in this game. Uh, Greg Taylor's 3.7 million at present and Jens is 3.1 um, so probably not a lot in it now but 0.6 you know can sometimes go far um, kind of food for thought for those that are maybe thinking of downgrading to free up some funds Donnie what, what's your thoughts? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. 
Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah, so Jen, Jen's um, it's his third game on the trot now, so he's probably locked in if you do want to go for that angle, but just keep in mind that the Rangers game is coming up. Hearts had pretty much forfeited the game with that lineup. I'm not sure how they're going to cope when the group stages kick in because to drop that many players um, would be a bit of a concern. From a fantasy point of view, it was fantastic for me because you know all the main Hearts assets either didn't play, came on, got booked, or got sent off. So it it worked out well for me. So with some poor um, linesman this time, I think he. he called Furuhashi offside when he probably was on, but he did get the opener, which was good for me because I had him as my, my vice-captain. I was surprised that Settle didn't score more um, against the Understrength Hearts team, but then Kevin Clancy stepped up to give them a wee hand and sent off two Hearts players. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as we've seen in so many games, Chakamakis coming on, super sub, um, with a late goal. So, Hearts, they do have good fixtures, but with the rotation and the games that they've got coming up, I don't know if you can confidently back them. Um, maybe it was just, you know, they do have this main game, but outside of that, I want to watch. Uh, Celtic, they've got United at the weekend, so it'll be an hour stroll in the park um, before the host Rangers the week after. So um, I don't see any issues there. Um, I got my returns. I've got Greg Taylor, um, so it's good to see him on the, the three. Jota had a quiet game. Um, relative to some of the other weeks and Furuhashi continued his goal scoring form I think that's 3 out of 4 um, he's returned in now so happy happy from a fantasy point of view uh, from a football point of view yeah <laughs> <laughs> and Peter counter argument please oh you were doing so well there, you were doing so well <laughs> uh, no I just I was surprised as well I thought I could have been a total pace to the Sunday but I think I know Hearts didn't offer much, but and the argument is they'll struggle. But I suppose they could also be counteract that and say, well, the players that come in didn't really do that bad, maybe defensively. I, they're going to have to get used to it soon, because you say they're, they're going to have six games, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday, Thursday. OK, they're not all together, but if they're going to be in the Cup as well, a couple of League Cup, if they win a couple of games in that, they're just going to have to get used to it. The squad should be able to cope with I know a lot of Hearts fans were raging, or not raging, kind of, kind of feeling the worst with the sub goalkeeper came in, but I think he'd done all right, a couple of decent saves. Celtic weren't at it today, I don't think, as much. Uh, I think Postacoglu done that when he's seen like, 55 minutes, he's whipped people off, they weren't kind of doing what he wanted them to do. Uh, trying anything else. Just, I've got Taylor and Jota, the two Celtic players I've got, and Jens is, not, is kind of mapped in for this week. I know there's the Rangers game in two weeks' time, but we're going to get questions on that. I think it's going to be everything the same boat, unless they're doing something completely different. You're just going to, have to roll with the punches, pick your favourites out of the team, bench your rest, and you won't fall that far behind. I'm just answering the question for a week ahead that we're going to get there now. But <laughs> after that, nothing else to really add. No, just glad, glad the clean sheet. I was kind of surprised that Taylor got the three bonus points this time. I haven't felt it was like awarded for the game before. It was better the last week, but there mm-hmm. you go. Might be the case if uh, set like a quiet goals wise, that's the thing. But uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be a bloodbath, and thought, nah, I'm not vice captain Kyogo. That's, that's my rank going to drop. But <laughs> I was all right there. Save me. <laughs> that's all for the the fixture roundup. Okay, have we got the top ten? We do the top ten. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so our top ten then is 
Well, this week, uh, coming in at number one is Curtis Main at St Mirren uh, with 15 points. He's obviously a striker. Uh, number two, uh, Clarkson with his uh, screamer at Aberdeen, uh, 12 points. He's a midfielder. Uh, Juranovic, Selic defender, 11 points. I feel like we don't really talk about as much as Greg Taylor or Jens, but uh, he's doing well. Um, Boyle, um, fourth, um, 10 points. He's a, obviously a midfielder. Solholm, who I'm not too familiar with, 10 points, uh, Motherwell defender. Uh, Carson, nine points, goalkeeper. Greg Taylor, nine points, defender. Van Veen and Donny Differential of the Week, uh, nine points, obviously a forward. Awura Edwards, uh, nine points, a midfield. And Josh Campbell, eight points, uh, also a midfielder. And we'll just ignore the other eight-point scorers this week. Um, so looking at the totals for the game week, We've got uh, goalkeeper number one, just uh, Carson there. Defenders three, midfielders four, and forwards two, which gives us totals so far this season. Uh, for goalkeepers two, defenders 13, midfielders 18, and forwards seven. Okay. Donny, you've got a differential for us this week. You alluded to Elon in the Motherwell, I think. Unless it's yes. Um, so just a reminder, the idea of the differential is just to identify a player that's currently low ownership and possibly in form and overlooked. So it's only a recommendation. I managed to um, come good last week with Van Veen with nine points. Um, so this week, yeah, back to Motherwell. Only team offering value at the moment outside of Rangers and Celtic. Um, so I've gone for a two and a half million and 0.7% owned. It's the defender, Sondre Solholm, who you just mm. mentioned in the top 10 there. I think he could be a shrewd pick for the next few weeks. If we look <laughs> at his stats, he's played all four games and he's played 90 minutes um, in each game and he's got an average of five points. So that includes two clean sheets and three bonus points. So as I say, Motherwell have won three out of their four games. Uh, they're playing well. The next three fixtures are Kilmarnock at home, Dundee United away and Ross County at home. So it's probably three of the worst teams in the league, two of which are home. And with Rangers playing Celtic in game week six, you might need to come off a defender and depending on your allegiance and, and stick another defender in there. Um, and for me, Motherwell, as, as I say, they offer they offer good value at the moment and, and this guy could do the trick. I did see him in one team um, and that's what sprung out. Um, and then digging into his stats, nobody's got him. Good value. And as I say, it's a team playing well. So thoughts on that one, Peter? Well, that could be a good move. You want to go Faberdeen double up in defence, but keep Riz because he's now cheaper than Scales. You've made him on in Scales. If you wanted to, you could move, mm-hmm. save the point one, and then you've got your defence spread out more and you say the fixtures are good. Yeah. Tom, anything to add? Yeah, I think if you're probably going to try and gain some uh, gain some movement in rank, you're probably going to have to jump on these guys quicker than the rest. So Motherwell do have a nice fixture run. Kilmarnock, Dundee United, Ross County. Um, and there's not really too many consistent clean sheet keepers outside Celtic and Rangers. You could potentially argue St Mirren. They've got uh, Hibs and St Johnston next, um, but Hibs are starting to show some form there, so mm-hmm. not too sure about that. So I guess that's sound thinking. I quite like that. Yeah, no, it is. It's good. Um, I was going to say something else there, but it's just escaped my mind, so we'll move on. We'll pro- I mean, they will probably jump to 2.6 this week, but I expect Scales to jump as well because his clean sheets, so they'll match each other and then yeah. it's a matter of jumping on him. It's a good shout for the 
whole firm game actually because then you could easily make a downgrade and move back if you need to move back to because yeah, yeah. about it. They must play. They must play Rangers and Celtic back to back because we've been saying for weeks that Motherwell have got great fixtures, so they must play Rangers and Celtic close together because they've had a free run of it so far. I'd like to quickly tell you, I'm going to, they've got Hearts in game week eight, Celtic game week nine, Hibs game week ten away, and then Rangers game week eleven. So that yeah, wee sticky patch, but then you cash can, out. Yeah, you can just do up to that point, but. And there's nothing got to say that Hibs are still kind of a wee bit of disarray at yeah. that point. It'll be, well, I just bench him, I mean, because it's a bench trick to kind of cheap player. Right, well, we go to Twitter for questions now. Indeed. Right. So I'll come to uh, the one on my post first. Post. Right, loads up, here we go. Right, Josh McCarthy, we can already cover slightly, but I'm going to come to you first anyway, do Advice for us, Yelman's owners, which includes Tom. I think I'm going to get rid of it. I think I'm going to get rid of it if he doesn't start best replacements. Donny. Yeah, so I've probably covered this off when I was talking about the Rangers game. I think with the PSV game coming up and the Settle game coming up, Van Bronckhorst maybe won't want to throw him in there. Probably just stick with Barisic. Defensively, I think with the, range, the games Rangers have got coming with Celtic and Aberdeen both away, the double up is probably one of us. I wouldn't replace them like, with another Rangers defender. I would maybe look elsewhere. So, as we've already discussed, Motherwell have got good fixtures. Livingston have always, you know, pretty strong defensively. And Hibs, if they can pull that together, have got good fixtures as well. So, I think if you did buy him and hope he would play, and I, I was one that championed him at the start of the season, I thought he would come straight into the team. You probably want to come off. You maybe made a bit of money, um, but I would probably come off him. He'll come down in price, and then when he does start. Um, jump back on them, but I wouldn't go Rangers. I would I would look outside of Rangers defensively just because of the fixtures. Yep, I agree with that. I think just the fact that you're missing out on either I'm assuming that he's got to have an E by this point, you're missing out on either Lawrence, Tillman, Kolak in that space yeah. team you need to move off it. There's plenty of options. We mentioned a few of them in the podcast. You've got your scales, soul, what do you call them again? That guy mentioned the other So home. You could go for Mayo, somebody just cheat, keep the money, and then make a move back when he starts playing. What be yourself, Tom? Thoughts on Yilmaz? Is it close to your heart? Yeah, um, I'm going to definitely going to put my alarm on to check that early uh, Rangers team news. But if he's gone, if he's not, I mean, if he's not starting, then he's, he's probably going to have to be gone. Um, I was thinking Nicky Devlin, but then Livingston have got Aberdeen Hearts and then Celtic over the next three, so that's probably a no go for Livingston. Kilmarnock aren't really doing it. Hibs, not really doing it for me either. Hearts, you could possibly jump to a Hearts defender. They've got St. Johnston, Livingston, St. Mirren, Motherwell over the next four. Um, so that's not too bad. They've not really been keeping clean sheets, but the fixtures have been a bit trickier. Um, obviously, they've had Europe to consider as well. Um, but considering uh, Donny's differentials has a 100% strike rate. I think I might go for Solvum. That's a, that's a decent option. <laughs> so our next question, which can I colour up the same thing here? Uh, so it's Tommy at T Forest 55. Since Cochrane is suspended for game week five, should we sell or hold? Uh, you've looked there, Tom. His pictures are not too bad. You can use them for the trick for a week and bring them back into your team because I might as well come right back at the team. If not, we'll give you a couple of different options name bear wise to go for. If it was me to have a best trick player, I'd probably use my best trick this week. If you've got them, if you've already got a best trick player, then I would be selling them. 
And again, so ham, so lime. Go for the one. Don't even mention differential. He's ready. He's at a one. 100%, 100% hit streak, so we'll go for that. Thoughts on this one, Tom? Um, yeah, just, 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 just what you're saying there. I don't really have anything to add to that. Yep. Donny? Yeah, probably the same. Just to shout out to Tommy, he's actually third in the big league. He's one of a few All people right. that are ahead of me, so he's he's doing well. Um, he probably doesn't need our advice. He's happy but, asking um, I don't have it. I came off hearts because I could see what was coming up for them. So defensively, um, I just got rid. Um, how long is he out for? Do we know how long he's suspended for? It was just two yellows. Two yellows, so, so just be one. Was yeah, probably the one I'd, game. I'd probably just bench him. I think he's got good value. Um, Cochrane he had that week when he got big points. So I would probably hold on to him. But as we've already mentioned, there's still decent alternatives. Motherwell, Livingston, Hibs um, have all got good games. Um, coming up, so there's there's plenty to go on, but I would probably hold um, again, I think you on no, you don't see Hearts fixtures um, just keep an eye on how they get on in midweek um, and, and take it from there That is just a top priority danger with the Hearts fixtures, if they're going to be Thursday games, they're all going to be Sunday, so you're not going to get their team news yeah. for at least six weeks but, mm-hmm. I mean, um, you can always you could probably bank on Shanklin because he's brought in as a talisman striker if Kingsley, get, if Kingsley gets fit, you could probably bang on. But apart of that, you really don't know who to pick in defence. But this week, if you haven't got a bench strike player, as you spoke to bench striker, did I ask you this question, Tom? I've really missed you. No, no, you've asked me that. I just, I just said nothing to add, really. Because right. we, we mentioned we mentioned kind of the, the defenders, the question before. Obviously, yeah. we talked about St. Mirren as being a possible option, but that's only really short term. If you fancy them against Hibs, they've got St. Johnston afterwards, but then they're facing Hearts and Celtic. So mm. it probably makes sense just to, to, to stick with them and use the bench trick because other than potentially jumping on that Motherwell bandwagon early, there's not really a whole lot on offer. Ross County have got Rangers this week. You're not really going to fancy them. Dundee United facing Celtic. That could be a gub in there. Um, and St. Johnston are playing Hearts. Okay, and the last question is from Gab McCann at MC. Then loads of numbers. Why can you tell me change his name, Donny? Because that's not. I exactly know, I did. Stay on there. Not listening. <laughs> <laughs> it says question is, and it's a multiple choice question. And we all like him. Is not owning Kyogo a a perfectly sensible way to spread your money? B stupidity, or C understandable, but you're not going to get far without him. Donny, come you first. Okay, so we, we get this question every week at the moment. So I've got him, and I've backed him uh, from the start of the podcast. He's the fourth top point scorer in the game, and he's returning three out of four. So if we ignore Morelos, um, he's the most expensive player in the game. So he does come at a cost. But the way Celtic play, you know, and the chances that he's had, I think he's got loads of goals in him. Uh, should he stay fit? That being said, with the options you've got up front, it's not a disaster if you don't have them. Um, it makes your moves to Shanklin, Miofsky, Van Veen, Nubley. They're all decent alternatives. Um, so, yeah, it's just, as I've said before, those types of strikers are probably one and three, one and four in terms of their returns. Whereas Kyogo is probably more of a one and two. Um, there's always been a minutes argument about Kyogo and Celtic making changes, but so far he's averaged 72 minutes. Um, which for me is probably enough game time to make an impact. As I say, mm-hmm. he has scored um, in each each of those games. 
We've not had a set of penalty yet, so we don't truly know who's on pens. A lot of folk have maybe stuck with Juranovic and hope that he gets it. Kyogo has never taken a penalty for Celtic, to the best of my knowledge, so I don't imagine it is him, but um, you, you can never tell. I don't mind if you've got them or if you don't have them. Uh, I'm fifth in the Mega League, and there's three in the top five do have them, and then there's two that don't. So they're obviously still scoring better than me, and, and they don't have them. So it's an argument either way. If you've got them, you're going to keep them. If you don't have them, you're probably going to have to make two or three changes to get to them which will ultimately compromise your team. So I think it's just, you know, if you've got them, great. If not, you're still, as I say, you can spend your money. So A, B and C, in terms of the choices, they're all viable. Um, but for me, hopefully it's C, um, because I do have them and I've faced them at the weekend and, and he got the returns. So I see the value in him and I'm a Rangers fan. So that's that tells you everything you need to know. So... Um. Oh, that's tricky. I, I'm, 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 I'm tempted to, to to get rid and spread the cash around, but the fact that they're playing Dundee United this weekend and given how poor their form has been, it could. I, I wouldn't do doing it this week, but I think I think it is a viable option, um, especially when the European games start to come. I think Yakimakis could see a lot more game time. Yakimakis is a decent player. He had good returns last season. Um, I could, I could see he's probably not going to be satisfied with just 15 minutes every now and again for the, between now and Christmas, and I think he will start to get more starts. So, um, and I think with the money, there is potential for you to, to to glean points elsewhere, and it also frees up a third Celtic position. So, um, you could look at having Greg Taylor and Jens. Um, that could be an option as well. That's the way I'm going. Um, and then we mentioned last week the combinations of you could be looking at like a Nubli and a Mackay or a Shankland and um, a midfielder that's taken over Boyle or something like that. So um, I do think there's merit there. It, it's going to be one of those 50-50 choices which either makes or breaks your season, I think. And uh, currently at this point, just sitting at game week four, it's difficult to kind of forecast that until we kind of start to see things Um and how things play out when, when teams are played in Europe. Okay, very diplomatic answers, both of you. I, I think the now is, I would say, is essential now. Your tournament's been good, but as Tom mentioned, I think once European games start, then it might be, maybe the time of season you could just jump off them and spend the money then. Then once Europe's finished in November, to the World Cup starts again, if, if City are still in Europe, any, anything then you can go back off them or back on depending on the fixtures but then again so it's just going to have to watch to see injury could be in flight but if he's fully fit I do see as Thomas Jack and Marcus will eventually start playing games especially two games a week I, I think that's just going to be a he can't keep it up he's not fair it wouldn't be fair on him I think he won't be happy either so if City get at home for example to Ross County before they go to somewhere in Spain I think we'll be rotation, but that's going to be kind of maybe not over the pitch, but maybe four or five positions. The same will be said for Rangers as well. So we will just need to keep an eye on these things and hope we we'll move quick enough to kind of don't lose any ground. Uh, what can I say? I'm not on them. Used to our on them, aren't you? I'm on them, yeah. I mean, so this suddenly yep. does, does give me the fear that it could kind of run riot, but then. I think the only thing I've got with that, if they do run right, it says they're up two or three goals, then they will make changes quite quick. So 
he won't, but with that team, he could score two or three goals and that could be ranked below the water. So I can't currently get to him. I've looked at it in my team and I just, I like the way I've kind of built the rest of my team up and I'm like, well, who, who would I need to sacrifice elsewhere? And until maybe some cheap alternatives come up that are regular return, like a younger, maybe a second version of him, until I'm, I'm going to stick with him. And that could be a case where Shanton could go, could go cold and I could downgrade to a, a cheap striker and bring him in somewhere else. But that's just about it right now. Right, we'll move on to the fixtures for next week. Wrong tag, Peter. Right, game week five. So we will have, I believe, four games on Saturday. We'll get the team news, so that's pretty good. And two games on Sunday. So we'll get St. Ben versus Hibs, Rangers versus Ross County, Kilmarnock versus Motherwell, Aberdeen versus Livingston. Then on a Sunday, we'll get Dungeon versus Celtic, and Hearts versus St. Johnson. So having seen those fixtures, guys, what is your captain, vice captain, and transfer plans? Tom? Um, captain will be Captain Tav. Rangers at home versus Ross County. You imagine clean sheets. <coughs> and hopefully attacking returns for Tav there as well. Vice-captain, you've got a target at Dundee United fixture, so vice-captain's definitely going to be Kyogo this week. Transfers, obviously need to see the Yilmaz situation. If he doesn't start, then um, it'll be a swift move to Solom. Otherwise, not too sure. Um, I've got two in the bank so I don't like burning transfers that's the problem so um, I'll, it'll probably be some quick thinking with 15 minutes to go <laughs> Right Donny yours? Yeah so transfers I've nothing planned I mean my team's obviously performing well um, I don't see any sort of fires that I need to put out or changes uh, of any concern so at the moment I'm not planning on making any changes um, same as Tom, Captain Tav, Vice Captain Kyogo. I think those fixtures are absolute jackpot for both of those teams. Um, but as I've said, you've got the the old firm is the game week after. So if you want to maybe cool down on a, a Rangers defender, for example, then you might want to do it now so you can then make another change um, the following week, work, work it into your um, plans there. But Captain Tav, Vice Captain Kyogo and no transfers planned. <laughs> Right, uh, well, I'm Captain Tav, Vice-Captain's currently sitting on Colac. Again, we've got the LT news, so I'll be able to kind of see for that point of view. Um, transfer planned is uh, getting ready Atkinson, perhaps, to Jens right now. I know that game's coming two weeks' time, Donny, but I'm not going to look at that game as a, just a single game week on its own and not worry about that because everybody's going to be genius to go to kind of navigate that one. So that's the plan. Could all change when I see LT news. Do you have any other striker in the wings apart from Kolak? I would go Shanklin, you see. So, no, I mean uh, Rangers. Uh, Sakala. Sakala's still there. I thought maybe yeah, still no, Sakala. Sakala's there, and then you're you're talking youth players after that. But right. you've got Wright, who could play in a forward position. Tillman, who could play in a forward position. Um, they would jiggle it about. They would jiggle it about. But yeah, it is a bit of a concern. We finished the season with no strikers, and here we are. Four games in and we're, we're struggling again. So, um, yeah, let's hope Kolak can stay fit and continue his goal-scoring form. So Vice-captain, I, I, mean, I, mean, I, I haven't got Kyogo and I'm relying on Jota to obviously score a goal because it's only for goals, vice-captain, is it? So mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not particularly keen on that because he could no doubt have three assists, no goals, and then you don't get an extra for it. But it stands, that's what I'm doing right now. Uh, again, team news dependent, but that's where I'm looking at it. Right, 
So we're now on to the Regan Charles Cup draw, the last 16. I bet you're all waiting for. Hi, Anto. <laughs> you, Anto. The, yep. the draw, the results around two are up on Twitter. You've seen it, so you know who you are. You know the last 16. So this is quite simple. This is game week five and six. So we're going to draw one team, Donny, one team, Tom, and we'll put up later. We've got, right, so... Don't let you go first. Pick a number, 1 to 16. Okay. First out is 14. Is Lee Lee Cami? Tom? Uh, number three. Is FPL General? Okay. Next is number eight. Is Ewan RFC 83? Uh, number 11. Is Donny. Next up is number six. Tariq Sonny. And number 15. John Easton. And 16. Football Pod Hugh. Number four. You said four? No. No, okay. No. no, you haven't. Sorry, I'm going this wrong way. Is for fantasy sake, Andrew. Uh, number ten. Tom. Um, number thirteen. Is Harry SFFC. Come on, Tom. <laughs> uh, number nine. Hap stats. And number seven. Melvino, 1968. Uh, number one. Blades attack. Number 12. Bitacora fantasy. Uh, number 13. Fitpapod join. Which leaves the last number, Tom, which is? Two. Uh, well, okay. hold on one, yes. Barracuda. So there you go. Uh, is Lee Lee Cammy versus FPL General, UNRFC versus Donny, Tariq Sonny versus John Easton, Football Pot U versus, for fantasy sake, Andrew, Tom versus Harry, SSFC, Hat Starts versus Bovino 60, Blaze Attack versus Pitacora Fantasy, Fitapod John versus Barracuda. There you go. Game weeks will play over game week five and six. So, before we go, Tom, you get any what I mentioned? You got a bit of FPL chat or you want not interested? You no, that's right. You may shake your head <laughs> yeah, for next no. week. Right, okay. All right, yeah, plugs in then. We will back next week with an FPL podcast. We keep it every two weeks. I read those on Twitter. Just tell me a bit of information, but he's he's dropped it. He's not interested. Now he's keeping it still. Hey, here, plugs in. I am at FFS underscore Donny. Tom? And I am at FFS underscore Scout. I'm at Fantasy Half. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Goodbye. So goodbye, guys. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 